It's June 19th, 1988, on your Gregorian calendar. It's 0500 Greenwich Mean Time, and it's 282 degrees Kelvin. Neptune is currently in retrograde, and you're listening to The Heller Show on 580 WFRG. And I'm Dr. Larry Heller, the Director of Cosmology at the University of Ohio, currently in exile. You know, there's a lot of shows on this radio station. Most of them deal with national news. A few of them touch on pop culture. But this is the only show in the Omaha area that deals with the beyond. The part of your mind that knows you are a mind. The part of you that questions whether the concept of nothing even exists. The part of you that knows there are no simple answers to existential questions. The part of you that swims in the ether. And we're on now. We're live right now. And we're ready to talk. And the number here to talk with us is 498-7891. But I know many of you out there, Omaha, already know that. I was told by my producer, Eddie, that the phone lines have been lit for 45 minutes before our show even started. Now, I know why. I know why. Last night, there was an event that most are labeling unexplainable. Now, it occurred near the Richmond First Methodist Church Many, many of you heard the sound. A few of you saw what happened. You saw it. And hundreds of people have walked our streets looking for those of you who, in fact, experienced this event and are strong enough to talk about it. I have people on this phone right now who haven't told a soul about what they saw for fear of being labeled in this polite town. Now that label would haunt them to their dying day. In Omaha, to speak out is to stand out anywhere, really. And to stand out is to stand alone. But tonight, you are not alone. No, no, you are not alone. Omaha 
I stand with you. Line one, you're on the air with Dr. Larry Heller. Uh, Dr. Heller, you have to push the red button. We've gone through this. Now, I, I pushed the damn button. I pushed it. <laughs> Pardon my verbiage, but I pushed the damn button. They get stuck after the food show. Try again. Okay. Okay, I'll try it again. <laughs> okay, line one. You're on the air. Yes, my friend. Lou? Did I get that right? Tell me what you heard, Lou. Lou, could you put your mouth closer to the telephone? We can't hear you. I'm still having trouble hearing you. Yes, yes, that's perfect. Please continue. I was talking into a tin can, you know, like the black guy made the Darth Vader's voice in Star Trek. I don't want anyone to recognize me around town. Uh, anyway, the first thing I seen was a big, bright light. It was brighter than staring into the sun. Oh, was it a white light with a hint of indigo? I didn't see any indigo. There was some purple, though. The original kings of podcasting, starring Mark Chambers and Todd Perry. Episode 2, Businessmen. It's too head. smooth. This is too smooth. Get your head right. Get your head right. Yeah, clear. Todd Perry. Yes. King Todd Perry. King King of podcasting. Yes. And I am Mark Chambers. You know, it's uh, we were once... We, we've been called by other people. This wasn't self... Like, the king thing, that's self-appointed. Mm. You know, like Michael Jackson. Like, at one time I tried to get the, the, the king of pod going mm-hmm. as myself, but it, it never caught on. Yeah. Um, uh, Giovanni and, and Lax, due to the Pod God show, they have anointed us on the uh, Mount Pod, Pod Mount Podlympus. Yes, and um, I feel like are we downgrading ourselves? We go by King, the original kings of podcasting. Is that does that not do us any service? And you know, in the self esteem part of me says the deposed kings of podcasting. <laughs> like, well, you've been away from the mic for a minute. I have been. I yeah. have been. Uh, but you know what? What you know what would be a good use of our time? Yeah. Entrepreneurship. Mm. You ever want to start a business, Todd? I've thought about it. Thought about it. Thought about getting out of the rat race. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of times when I'm uh, I'm on the uh, freeway. I'm on the 405 freeway. I'm on the 91 freeway. I'm on the 90 freeway. That's a lot of freeways. I'm on the 105 freeway. It takes a shitload of freeways to get here. Yes. And I'm yeah. still in Los Angeles County. Yeah. Right. There, right. Yes. Technically. Go about three blocks this way, and you will find yourself in. The orange curtain actually is right up the street. You can, oh. you can see it like, uh, like like the Great Wall of China. Right. There's this huge orange curtain, which is like, you know, 
check your liberal sensibilities at the door. Yeah. You Go get through here. You're in deep in angels territory at oh, that yeah, point. Yeah. yeah. There's around here. There's, you know, this is an undecided land for baseball territory. A lot of mm. angels fans, a lot of Dodger fans, people unsure. But yeah, I have considered entrepreneurship just because I don't, like authority that much right like i i like your hat tells me that (laughs) yes that's not the hat of a follower no this is the hat of a man doing his own shit that's right you're not you're not necessarily leading you're not following you're just being yes yeah and that's what that hat tells me thank you i'm glad i'm communicating appropriately with my clothing yeah you with that It shows me that you are married to what you're doing currently. <laughs> that's my that's my life. Two conflicting ideas on personal entrepreneurship. In spite of that, yeah. well, there'll be a bleep over that word. Oh, okay. Just a strong, solid bleep. Um, in spite of all that, I feel like I've got entrepreneurial spirit. I've started businesses in the past. Yeah. They failed. Yeah. I'm back up on my feet. Well, you know what happens is the, you know, the man who finds success mm. gets back up one more time. Mm. If you look on LinkedIn, you'll find a posting about that about every seven minutes. Yeah. The <laughs> entrepreneur who failed 19 times. Like uh, one and, time. And I, the 20th business <laughs> succeeded. Succeeded. Ish. Right. Ish. Kind of. Yeah. Made his nut. That's all. <laughs> but yeah, I, I've I've considered it like opening maybe like a little you know I work as a copywriter so maybe right. just hey, Todd Perry works freelance like a copywriter like the C with the circle around no it. no no that's with a W no that's with an R mm. copyright copy W is the uh, girl on Mad Men Elizabeth Morse you know no just mm, no not not the right name no. Elizabeth Moss Moss yes. Robert Morse. Okay, is on the show. I don't know, man. Todd Barry, ladies and gentlemen. They put all these names, but they don't say as. They just show as the beaver. Name, yeah. Yeah, that's what I want. I want so-and-so as, you know, uh, I don't even, Pete Campbell. You know, I want, I I don't know. Vincent Carthizer. Yeah, the the chick without the massive hoots. That isn't January Jones on the show. Is a copywriter. (laughs) And so she sits and... Sits at a typewriter all day, bangs on the typewriter, throws it away, gets beaten up day in and day out. That's your life. That's my life. That's Todd Perry. Getting yelled at by, getting sexually harassed. Yes. Constantly. Yes. By my creative director. People want that sweet ass. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just denying everyone the sweet ass. Yeah. Day in and day out. Going home, abusing your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not caught up. I don't know what happens yeah. with that storyline. Yeah, moves uh, to uh, gentrify somewhere. Oh. Yeah. What's your first business? I was thinking that uh, recently, uh, I mean, a couple months ago, I, 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 t- I took a last minute flight to Chicago mm. and I went for the cheapest airfare and I flew on Spirit Airlines. Okay. Have you ever flown on Spirit? No. Oh, it is the... They they advertise they're like the cheapest. They mm-hmm. have a nine dollar. That's their selling point. Yes, they have a nine dollar fare club. <laughs> yeah, really, <laughs> I'm sure it's a scam. But uh, it's Spirit Air. I flew on there, and I, this was amazing. I loved it because they had the option of having a cup of noodle mm. at your seat. That's just they're playing up the poor angle oh no they 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 owned it and i and and so you could for 350 someone like puts the hot water in there which i'm sure has to violate some faa regulation of like burning the man next to you on a scalding cup of noodle my question about that 
Uh, mm, no, continue. Yes. So I, I wrote on this and I thought, there has to be a way to do this cheaper. Mm-hmm. Like the moment I, I went to my hand, uh, my, my right hand, and I, I tried to hit the thing on the chair to make the chair go back, mm-hmm. and there was no button, I was like, well played, Spirit. Yeah. But you know what? I'll, I'll dub you up one. But you know what? They have to work against all of the corners they've cut just art of, you know, like generating that baseline of approval rating they're going to get in the like customer satisfaction scores mm-hmm. so low that by eliminating the seat in your face from the person in front of you, they can boost it right. that much, that much more. Right. Yeah. Like, but the guy in front of me isn't doing that. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. So I had to pay, uh, because I had two feet. So right. I had to pay the, the ex the two feet surcharge. Right. Um, but the guy in front of me wasn't allowed to recline. So I guess I'll give them a three out of five. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't in, 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 impinged upon. Yeah. I, I wasn't in physical pain during the flight. So three out of five. Right. So I thought that maybe I'd, I'd create a, a, a cheap airline called like the Perry Express. Okay. And in, in, I would hire only the most obnoxious employees. Okay. And so, you know, normally you get that fake smile from like the uh, stewardess or the flight attendant. Flight attendant. Oh man, I'm being very sexist. Jesus Christ, Check Jerry. my privilege, I'm sorry. I, you know, I would have the most, like a friend of mine has a, uh, a, a, a dental hygienist when he goes to the dentist. Mm-hmm. Says the angriest woman ever. And I want to hire her. He said, he's like, I go in to get my teeth cleaned and the woman goes, oh, I ain't got the time for this. Mm. Like once she sees, she's a meme. Yeah, she sees the first sign of tartar mm. and she's like, oh, hell no, really? You that's know, what I want, though. That's gonna you're gonna sass me into better dental health. Yeah. Well, I want some people to sass people and they're like, "Are you gonna finish those peanuts?" Mm. Like, I want a real aggressive thing, and I don't want to have actual like peanuts being passed out. I want a big barrel in the mm. back of the plane. Mm-hmm. You just get a scoop. Yeah. And then, do you have to go get them yourself? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, She's no there, and she could bring them to you, but she won't. <laughs> she ain't got time for that. <laughs> I got no time for this. Okay. There are thirty. There, there are 78 other people on this plane, Mark Chambers. Mm. And so then also you sit on like a bench, like in the pavilion at Dodger Stadium. Mm-hmm. Like you're out in the cheap seats. You sit, you're sitting with your glove on the plane. Yeah. The, so the back of the, uh, the back of the plane, you got the galley where they prepare the food and the drinks. Well, there's and, not much preparation. There. Okay. Well, but they, they, they still have, the, you know, so they have the galley area. And then to the right where there would usually be two or three bathroom stalls, it's a trough. Oh, close to that, I was thinking maybe an Andy Gump. Okay, you, know, you, you see on a couple constru- of porta potties construction site. Yeah, where it's got the urinal that drains into the main toilet. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, you've got maybe some really rough toilet paper, but you get to go where you need to go. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, you want to fly from LA to Oakland? Twenty-seven bucks. Okay. No problem. Yeah. You know, your your back may be out. We get you over there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so you're sitting on benches. Yeah. So when there's turbulence, what happens? You uh you gr- you grab a handrail above you like on a bus. Okay. You know like okay. when when you when you're in the bus and you get that swinging action. Okay. So if you want to be like more like a bus, how about the Perry Express? It goes uh, it takes off from Los Angeles and then it swings but it hits like Oakland and then Cleveland and then like Detroit, Philly, DC swings back down through Atlanta and then back to but you if you want it you pull the thing. Yeah. And then it'll land. 
Right. Yeah. And like, if no one pulls the thing, then it doesn't it land. Just swings right past. Yeah. It just quick. it just flies. It it circles for a couple minutes and then flies to the next city because like no one it. pulled the thing. I like so it's only one flight really. Yeah. It's just one circle. What once a day the Perry Express leaves Los Angeles and then uh, by the time the next one's about to take off, it should be landing back and then everyone gets off, and then uh, you have five minutes to get aboard before they close the door. Yeah. And then and then it takes back off. Yeah. And then if you sleep on the plane, mm. then you just make the circuit and you find yourself back in Los Angeles. Yeah, you wake up and you're like, oh god, I fuck, I you know. Yeah. But they don't ch- like the the nice thing is they don't charge you again if you're already on it. No, no, it's like it, you know you can get on a bus in L.A. and you could ride around for eighteen hours. Yeah, I'm on the same day pass for three days because I'm just in the back and no one's bothered me. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you just hang on like that. So that's what the Perry Express is going to give to people. Okay. And it's going to be affordable air air travel, completely mm-hmm. uncomfortable. But, you know, you get to do what you need to do. And I think I could I could corner the market on cheap airlines by just going one step cheaper. I like it. Hi, I'm Todd Perry for rentapit.com. Have you been receiving threats from local gang members? Crackheads climbing over your back fence and stealing your things? Tired of the police just knocking down your door and barging into your private residence at 6 in the morning? Let's face it. You need a pit bull, but you can't afford it. It's time to go to rentapit.com. At Rentapit, they have every type of slobbering, rabid, cat-eating pit bulls to protect you and your loved ones. We've got male pits, pit bitches, untethered pits, pits with balls, blue pits, pink pits, and cute little puppy pits. And that's not all. We've got big pits. Tiny pits, Muslim pits, Jewish pits, and spiritual but not religious pits that can protect your home, your things, and your family. That's not all. At rentapit.com, we have pits that suit all of your lifestyle needs. We've got gluten-free pits, vegan pits, paleo pits, pits with peanut allergies, and even unvaccinated pits. It's the most affordable way to scare the living shit out of your enemies, petty criminals, and former lovers. They breed the most aggressive, diabolical, sharp-toothed, bad-attitude-having, junkyard, testicle-biting canines known to man. Don't waste one more minute without having the ultimate protection against urban terror, the pit bull. Fall in love at rentapit.com. That's rentapit.com. Tell them Todd Perry sent you to rentapit.com. So I have a question, actually. My my is like more of an intriguing um, concept, and it's something that I'm familiar with from from the media. The media? Yeah. Are like, you influenced by the media? Well, like the like movies, I guess I should say, not the media necessarily. Okay. Not the you know, not the liberal elite. Yes. Um, you ever seen a movie where the main character is uh, an attorney? But he's a pro bono attorney. Okay, like uh, I'm, I'm thinking Matt McConaughey in A Time to Kill, or you know, like like Matt Damon, you know, like those idealistic attorneys, yeah. and they're pro bono, and and they're on the verge of having to pack it all in because they don't make any money, right? You know, Ashley and, Judd's like, we've got a baby here to feed. Yeah, and the you know shithole apartment, and you're sweating a lot. Yeah, yeah, a lot of like constantly the ties not cinched. Yeah. You know, more often than not. And your office is a dump. No undershirt. Files everywhere. So many files. So many files. Uh, and you're in court and you're appearing before the same judge all the time. You're like, come on, judge. And he's like, Chambers, you 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 wearing that into my uh, court again? Ch- Chambers, you, 
You're too idealistic. You gotta go capitalist. And then you've got your your buddy you went to law school with, who's in like the fi- the shark skin suit. Yeah. And you know, all shiny and fancy, and he's getting into his, you know, he's getting into his 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 uh, his five M yeah. Beamer, and he's like, oh. he's defending an asbestos <laughs> company yeah, against people cancer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you're just like, when's this guy? He's so idealistic. He's so young, and and. But he's just like pissing his life away. When's he going to get his shot? And then he gets his shot, right? So is this your business or this is just... So I want to be a pro bono attorney. I want to have a, one of those law firms. and Because he's always got the assistants, yeah. you know, that like are like, oh, so cute. when are you going to pay me? You know, like I haven't gotten a paycheck in two months. And he's like, it's coming. Don't worry. But they're still, they're just laughing it off. Kind of like yeah. they're frustrated, but, but whatever. I want to get into that business, you know, because it's a business. It's not just you as a pro bono attorney. You have a law firm. Yeah. I want to get into it purely to know how the fuck it can function as a business. Okay. How does that work? Like what happens if he doesn't get his shot? Like those in those movies, he's always like, he gets that high profile case. Like he's right. going to take on the EPA. Right. Or he's going to take on big insurance. Right. You know, and he somehow like pulls it out. I, th- I think how you end up monetizing this business mm-hmm. is very simple. You got to get a phone number mm-hmm. with one digit in it. Oh, like seven 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 seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. A- Abogados. <laughs> seven, seven. You just put it on the back of a bus. Accidentes. Ah, uh, right there. Ah, uh, and then that is gonna that. But remember, pro bono for free. You're representing people for free. Where's the money coming from? You're never gonna have any money doing that. What? But but they they they. So need some I'm, shit on the side. It's a slice of life. That's I'm a being, movie though. I'm being dropped in. But it, it must, I mean, it must be based on reality, right? No. What? It, I want to be that guy. They look like they have such interesting lives. They're they're picking those cases based on ideals, man. And, and their he, assistant isn't getting paid, but she's, she's there with him because she's idealistic too. And you know what? Eventually, you fuck over your marriage because you're spending too much time with this Allison Pill looking, you know, sidekick, idealistic. Giant forehead, weird bangs. Oh, she, I, no, oh. She, she's upsetting to me. Weird eyes, too. She, every part of her is weird. It's so weird. She makes me uncomfortable. I love it. I have, can have, I want nothing to do with Allison oh. Pill. I want nothing to, even when she played Zelda Fitzgerald in that Woody Allen movie. Didn't want to touch it. If I could live my entire life inside Allison Bill. Oh. If I could function, go to the store, go to the post office, I would. She's she's an amazing person. I would spend my entire life running from Allison Bill. Really? I'd, I'd like see she's her. a fish monster. No, she's like she's like Elmira from uh, you know Looney Tunes. <laughs> Like, just, oh, it's just kiss him and I want to love him and then I want to spread my ideology mm. on him. No, I love her. You guys would get on well. Yeah, we would do really, really you well. You would eventually get rid of her because she'd out-drama you is the thing. I can't have someone that's prettier than me in the relationship. <laughs> well, she, the problem would be you'd wake up in the middle of the night and she'd just be staring at you. Oh, God. She'd have that just, uh, you, you know, white of the eye all around the pupil. Yeah. Like, not you know, you're not getting any, like leeway we're getting some relaxation with some skin above the pupil just nothing but white she burned all my purple ties because she was jealous of them mm. i seemed to like them more than her they shine so brightly yeah. yeah yeah they brought attention to you mark she took all the she took the tea key off my laptop and won't tell me why what's that the tea the, oh, tea, the, the key. tea key she won't tell me why yeah 
Yeah. It's just gone. It's just gone. Yeah, that's why I have nothing to do with her. Yeah, I get it. I get it. You can't. She's on a whole other level. I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna put a kibosh on this business on the pro bono attorney, the pro bono law firm that we just take idealistic cases. Well, because at the front and we part, don't charge. You said this is the one that is least likely to work. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I, you, you know that's what? true. I mean, okay, least likely to work because okay, pros, Allison Pill ish assistant. You will, yeah, you'll find that. I'll find that. Um, you get to chase dreams. Okay, you okay. get to defend the undefendable, the the little guy. Yeah. You are the little guy speaking up for the little guy. Yeah. You're buried in debt. Yeah. You have personal debt and your law, your law school, you know, debt. You're dealing with people riddled in disease. You're financing your business all to hell and back. Yeah. Triple mortgage on the house. The what? You know, at some point you probably, you were straight and then you have the nice house and the wife and all that, but then you went pro bono. Yeah. And now you're, you know, you're mortgaged up to your eyes. And and your wife is cheating on you, yeah. and you're Oliver Platt. Yeah, 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 oh yeah, and uh, and you're a mess, you know. But you're idealistic. And then we're in the movies. You would get your big shot. You wouldn't actually in reality. No, no. See, this is different. So you're not trying a, to be not a great business. No, you're trying to be altruistic. I'm trying to be the slumlord of the skies here. Yeah. You know. Uh, all right. tax has been levied on all humble subjects of the original kings of podcasting. To show your loyalty to the crown, please donate a few farthings at ogkings.com. What's your next one? Give me your next one. Uh, my next one is going to be, uh, I'm going to have, I'm going to have the Perry Cinemas. Okay. You know, and it's going to be, you know, they have the, the, the $3 movie theater mm. in every town mm-hmm. when unfortunately there's none in this town or in this area where you go and it's a multiplex and like a, you know, I once saw Lakeview Terrace at one of these theaters, mm-hmm. Samuel L. Jackson had a great time, paid three bucks to see a movie. Yeah. I'd populate this with all movies that I like Okay, and people could come in at any time of day and see the elephant man for $3, <laughs> right? <laughs> You know, and we just have the, the, the film going, you mm-hmm. know, all the time. And we'd have like low-end popcorn. Yeah, and it would be that film going experience with all the cheapest movies in the world. And then we'd have one like I'd thrown, like right now we'd be playing, you know, Captain America 2, mm. Winter Soldier. Mm. And, you know, that would be... be Something that seems tent polish, then you remember it's two years old. Yes. Yeah. But people would walk in there and it would give people... The, the, the poor need a film going experience. Mm-hmm. I paid twelve fifty for a movie the other day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was upsetting. That's pretty low. Yeah. I saw that Big Eyes movie. Which is now dating this show for twelve dollars and fifty cents. What's big big eyes? Uh, Tim Burton. Big eyes. Made Batman. I know who he is. I don't know the movie. He made a new movie. All right. It's probably now an old movie. Is Helena Bonham Carter in it? No. Well, I'm not gonna see. Christoph it. Waltz though. Oh. Anyway, yeah. Barry Cinemas. He was dynamic. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. He's always dynamic and charming. <laughs> Evil and charming. Very dynamic actor. Oh, he's so dynamic. So dynamic. So German. But yeah. If he I, ever needs pro bono legal work. Yeah, he can. 
<laughs> I got it. No, nothing he would do would be altruistic <laughs> that you would need to take care of. <laughs> but I have this movie theater that would give people a chance to revisit the joy of the cinema mm-hmm. without having to shell out all the money so families can go there. Mm. It would be basically like the uh, community pool in a poor neighborhood, but a film, uh, you know, a mm. film, uh, a film place. I just picture the th- instead of having scheduled times and tickets, the movie's just running. All the time, oh, yeah, you walk in. And you just walk in, and you come, and then you're, and you get to say, "This is where I came in." Yeah. So you leave because yeah. you come in halfway through, right? And then you watch through until it starts over, and then gets halfway through again, and then you leave. You're like, "Why is Anthony Hopkins so conflicted about helping out the Elephant Man?" Yeah. <laughs> you walk, in. but the great thing is you get like a day pass, so it's like three bucks to see a movie. Yeah. But you get, uh, you know, seven dollars just watch all the movies all day, and mm. then we just clear out all the homeless at the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, nice and warm in there, is it? Yeah, and and, yeah. and, and there'll be some popcorn, and yeah. you know, and you pay, pay like a buck and get some popcorn. Yeah, but then I get to also influence the world with my cinematic tastes, right? Much like you were spreading your ideology, mm-hmm. I'm going to spread my joy of film. Okay. And uh, I, I think people could get into that and be the Perry Cinemas. Be- you're very, you're very poor. We're, all these ideas are targeted. At, uh, so first of all, business ideas targeted at people that don't have money. Yes. Destined to fail. Much like your pro bono. These are all nonprofits at best. See, I'm trying to not get- nonprofit by choice. I realized I was happier when I was poor. Yeah. And I was just trying to get by. Yeah. And it's a weird thing where you're like, you really appreciate shit. When you're like, oh, I went to the $3 movie, I saved a couple bucks and I enjoyed myself. You know, you really engage with it. It's like mm. a it's like a record that you stole online versus actually paid for. Yeah. The one you paid for, you're going to listen to 10 times more yeah. than one you just got for free. Sure. And so that's how I see this, uh, this, this film venture. And it's also going to be very hipster, by the way. <laughs> Did I mention that? So a more capitalistic endeavor. Yes. But also appeals to my need to both people watch... And um, and be a creeper. Oh, I like that. Airport bar. Ooh, I've been doing a lot of travel lately. Yeah, that's the. By the way, the airport bar. I'm fascinated by the airport. I bar. love the airport bar. That is, that's my. I feel like I'm nothing at the airport bar. I'm right? just I'm just with the global pulse at you, the airport you bar. You let go. No, I'm you not just Todd Perry from this place. No. From that my identity is just nothing. You're nowhere. No. You're just you just exist as as seat 14. Yeah. And they're bringing you beers and so you got you're sitting there, you're from nowhere. There's a there's a woman on your left, she's from nowhere, there's a man on your right. He's from nowhere. And you're all best friends. You're all just there. Closest relationship you've ever had. You're all just talking about life. Yeah. Just talking about your troubles. Mm-hmm. You don't exist. It's, it's, there's no time zone. There's nothing. It's like a Twilight Zone episode every time. Yeah. But the, the one thing I've found in an airport bar is that, you know, there, there's, it was a line by Hunter Thompson. Where's a man who knows about football is a man who has friends in every po- corner of the world. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I just end up talking about football to the guy next to me. Yeah. And usually there's a TV, TV up there playing something, but yeah. that's usually the go-to. You know, every guy usually has an opinion. Like, oh, Green Bay uh, this weekend. What do you think? You know? So imagine in that scenario, in that equation of just, just ethereal, like, S, you know, just like, there's all these like streams of consciousness and just disconnected from reality and they're between flights and they're just in this whole urine. It's a very travel is a bubble. 
that you exist in. Yeah. It's just a tube going to more tubes to more and, tubes. And you're looking, you have portals to the real world, but you're not currently part of it. No, and, and you're also outside of many laws, rules, and regulations. You're just, you just exist. You don't even know where you are a lot of times. It's like the you only don't, pure life. You don't remember what city you're in or what state you're in. Um, you can't claim you've been there. You're like, I'm in Boston, but you're not really in Boston, are you? No, and you're not on any, you're even free from time. Yeah, you don't. It's just nothing. your own biological clock. It's just nothing to you. Now imagine being the constant. Mm. Imagine being the bartender. So you're like uh, Whoopi Goldberg in uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. You know the rules of the Nexus. Yeah. You're there. Yeah. You can tell people how to get out. Or what they can do. You, you, you're there to guide them through the experience. You've been alive for hundreds of years. Yeah. yeah. You, you don't... Ex- yeah. I think you don't age, actually, and when you, you're a bartender there. You just listen. You just listen and experience all of this other stuff. And you can help guide them on the journey. Yeah. But I feel like you do more of, oh, you're on Southwest Flight 23? Mm. Hmm. Hmm. And then, like, you're you're just letting them have that experience. Yeah, you're like a god in a certain way. You're yeah. like, I know how this is gonna go. Yeah, and I'm just gonna leave it to you. Yeah, yeah, you're in command of that experience. And and but you you, you can be whatever you want to be. You can be all these things to these different people. You are very omniscient. Yeah. Will you be benevolent? Mm-hmm. Or will you will you take a side? Will you will you be mean? Will you be cruel? You have a stake in the game though, because you also want that tip. That's true. So that keeps you grounded. Yeah. And also you have to deal with that weird thing where in airport bars is like a weird different tax thing where you buy like three beers and you're just like, oh, you owe $14.57. Mm. Like that's not a bar tab. I don't know how that worked. This is like, this was drawn up by an attorney in the back. How'd you compute that? Mm-hmm. I want to see your math. Yeah. Can you show your work on the back of the tab? We well, you know they show it. Mm. They usually have that little lanyard that oh. has their card that they swipe in the machine oh, right there. Yeah. Yeah, That's yeah. what you're beholden to. That's your God, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The omniscient man is beholden to that lanyard. Everyone reports to someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got to serve somebody, as Bob Dylan once said. You know, now we're coming down to the point where I think that this is a... That was a party foul. Mark pod is, foul. Mark is not used to the intricacies of the studio in here. It's a pod foul. At my place. So the uh, we were talking. We Actually, we did a test show for the original Kings of Podcasting. We did. And after the test show, I don't know if you were recording or not, but actually I kind of came up with this idea. Mm. And this actually might work. So if somebody steals this idea, we have recorded timestamp. I did, re- I did record the test show. Oh, okay, yeah. good. So we do have this on audio. Yeah. And this was the idea was that I would create commissions.com. Mm. And that you the other day were telling me about how you went to buy some uh, equipment and the you want to buy a certain microphone. Yeah. And the guy at the guitar center just fucking worked you over like a Vander Holyfield oh trying to God. get you to buy something at the same price point, yeah. but was a different brand microphone. He and he... He did the whole song and dance. Yeah. And I bought the other microphone. It worked. And I felt good about it. That's a good salesman. Just a just a bro. People want to be seduced. Yeah. I believe. Like if it's like today I was looking at a house with my wife. Mm-hmm. If I feel like if Chris, my real estate agent, mm-hmm. would have really just put me and my wife just put the screws to us mm-hmm. i think we would just fuck it we'll you would have just bought it we would have but but then not me and my wife could have talked about it for three days i feel like he just look 
in or out, just come on, let's do it. This is the best you're ever going to get in life. And yeah. he really put the screws to me. And I would have felt fine and guilt-free because it would have been on him. At some point, it's just getting higher and higher and higher pressure. And all of a sudden, he just drops you and you're just kind of floating free. And then he, you feel his arm come around you. It's like, how much you pulling down these days, Mr. Perry? Yeah. And then he's got you. You just feel so like legs spread. You're just presenting. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Todd Perry, I always thought you were a south of 4th Street, man. I don't yeah. north of 4th Street, but maybe how'd I'm you, wrong. What you pulling down these days? Yeah. How much is your self-respect worth? Yeah. I don't know. That's for you to There's decide. Gallivanting hordes of criminals on the other side of 4th Street. If you yeah. want to live with them, that's fine. But so I would create a website called commissions.com mm-hmm. in which people who work in the sales business or maybe been fired and are disgruntled mm-hmm. let you know actually the commission but when I worked at Sears there was the $48 commission on the $1,200 fridge and there mm-hmm. was the $60 commission on the $1,200 fridge mm-hmm. and if, I, if I'm letting my Sherpa Todd Perry guide me yeah, I'm going to find that the $60 commission fridge fits my lifestyle better yeah. Oh, you might find that. Yeah. You might find that. Now, I always feel like I slept well during my Sears fridge selling days because mm-hmm. I uh, didn't take as much money as I could have from the average consumer. Mm. You know, there's there's the old line, the difference between good and evil. Mm-hmm. You know, Woody Allen line, the, the, the evil people enjoy the waking hours much better mm-hmm. and the good people sleep better. So, I felt like I slept well. So you slept well because I had 12 additional dollars or you lost $12. And with that money, you paid for good sleep. Yes. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Now, with commissions.com, you would have known going into Guitar Center that this guy was going to try to sell you the Sennheiser because he got 15 buck commission versus a, a 350 commission um, off the Sure SM58. So I, I, I would have not necessarily been opposed to his sales pitch. I just would have known all the facts. You've got to know all the facts. Yeah. And, um, you know, that, that you know, that, that that's what I'm saying. You know, you're not going to buy shit you don't need. But yeah, yeah th- I mean, that would be it would be like you know the Carfax, you know Fox thing. You know, know all the facts when you go into a transaction. Right. Commissions.com. Right. I hear you. Mark Chambers, your final business. This is my golden one. This is this is so gold I can't possibly bear uh, any sort of technical difficulty that would prevent me from saying it all. Wow. <laughs> this is the big one. Okay. Have you ever been to one of those hipster bars where they've got the arcade machines in it? Like arcade games? Yeah. Like, like old Atari Donkey Kong-esque like, games. Like Galaga and Dig Dug and... Burger Time. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You go to those and they've got like craft craft beers. They've got, you know, some kind of signature drink. Yes. It's kind of probably dingy a little bit. Hopefully. It's got that, it's got that certain vibe to it. It's got good looking girls who've made themselves ugly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've they've put the hair up, put the glasses on before they went out. Yeah. On purpose. Right. They know. They know what's up. It just seems seems like a if I was a hot chick. Huh? I'd go the other way. Huh? I'd slut it up. Huh? Anyway. Huh? Misogynistic, huh? you know, talk, you know. So these these uh these hipster bars, those arcade machines are pretty cheap. You can get those for 500 bucks, 800 bucks a piece on Craigslist. Now, what about servicing them? I imagine the guy that comes out to service those things mm-hmm. is a lot like, uh, not to uh, talk about the past, mm. but we once worked in radio. 
Mm-hmm. And there was a guy who lived on top of Mount Wilson. Mm, oh, yeah. Yeah, and he went up there and he would fix the uh, antennas. Very, very uh, scraggly, kind of limmy. Gutty. Yeah, weird, awkward. Um, he really can't relate to you. Not at all. Not at all. But if he looks into the inside workings of a, a Galaga machine, yeah. he can communicate to them better. He knows what's going on in there. Yeah. So he can fix it. So you have like a guy a like a great lover yeah. knows where the G spot is. Exactly. On his, on his partner. Yes. His partner is a Galaga game. Yes. Asteroids. <laughs> you so, know that little thing we put the quarter in and it's got that little... Uh, that look- the, there's that little thing it hits. It usually like, like triggers. The, there's that little trigger that looks like yeah. a, a, a bobby pin. Yeah, yeah. That's his clitoris. Mm. 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 He works it. You don't want to work it directly. <sighs> no. It takes a light touch. Light touch. So Occasional strong pressure. You've got your <laughs> you've got your arcade machines. You've got your man uh, who's fixing them. You have you have a DJ booth, but it's really just turntables that turn and they look fancy. But it's an iPod touch. With a headphone, like an aux jack. Right. And so I'll pre-mix. And then it's an attractive guy or girl with a weird haircut. Hopefully. And weird outfit. Now, does my weird haircut count as a hipster weird haircut? <laughs> it's what not I was the right kind of weird. It's not no? the right kind of weird. Okay. <laughs> not the right kind of weird. Uh, so you got that all going. And then maybe you have a, a craft brew. You get a buddy of yours that's read the Wikipedia article about craft brewing. And he's got he's put together something passable. Um, and you call it like Dig Dug Ale. Okay. Right. I like it. You got this all, and then you've got yourself a hipster bar, and then you, you know, you will, you know, you, you close 20 minutes earlier than everybody else. You just have to have weird oddities. Yeah. Uh, you're, Inconsistencies. You're not open on Thursdays for some reason. No it, one no one knows why. It throws people off, yeah. so they have to be conscious but then of you, being in there. You open at 11 a.m. on Sundays, and no one's sure why, but then every other night of the week, you open at 5 p.m. Like, no one's quite sure. So you take all that. And then you put it in a cargo container, huh? like one of those old cargo containers. Now this is getting elaborate. Like a giant, you know, those like you see on the side of a ship, they're all stacked up. Dan and Pedro. Like yeah. they find all them girls in, in the wire. Oh yeah. Yeah. You get one of those and you build this bar inside that cargo container, right? Okay. okay. Um, and then you just find a piece of land and plop it down and, and, you know, cut a, cut a hole in it for the door. Now, do you just keep moving this? No, 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 no. It's just, you just put it there, and that's part of its charm is that it's in a car container. It's got some picnic tables in it rather than real seating, and, and, and it's all in the car. So now- it Sounds the, hot. But it's got ventilation. You know, it's just, it's- tur- Holes in the side? It's I a feel con- the, the holes in the side of a cargo container for ventilation would get these streaking beams of light that I fear would tear my flesh. Well, it's night. It's a bar. Okay. So you've got this cargo container converted into a hipster arcade bar, right? Could you call it Cargo Cult? Well, you can call it whatever you want because our business isn't operating the bar, my friend. Our business is buying old cargo containers and putting that bar in them Mm. and then selling them to entrepreneurs all over the country. Oh, the deep game. Instant prefab hipster arcade bars dropped via helicopter wherever you need them. So you are a fran- so you 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 you're soliciting franchisees is where your money comes mm-hmm. from. You're mm-hmm. like Carl Karcher whoever or whoever the fuck owned McDonald's. Yeah, you yeah. just you you pay your money, you come you come to me with a dream. <laughs> and a here's ch- my here's my dream in my hand. And a check. Yes, made out to Mark Chambers. And then you'll see a couple of helicopters 
with that cargo container below them flying in to your empty piece of property. Then they, they lower it down. And then our team pulls up in a van and they get to work. And within three days, you'll be ready to serve. Now, how do they bring the hipsters out to populate these bars? <laughs> like, what's the hipster bat signal you put up? Well, you see, now, that's the beauty, first of all. Do you advertise in Pitchfork? It's a cargo container, so that's interesting. Yeah, okay. We actually demolished a perfectly good commercial building. Oh, so there was was a cargo container on the land. There's like a Panera bread there already. Yeah, and we just, you know, like, just, no, this is a cargo container. We're we're, we're choosing to be in a cargo container. Yeah, but but you demolished something that was commercial. We we took down an old Taco Bell or one of those old Pizza Hut buffets that they don't use because there's never anyone inside them, so those fail. Oh, what if you took down one of the old check cashing places Mm. that was a Taco Bell? Mm. You ever see those? Yeah. It's like a Nick's check cashing, but it looks like 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 an old taco bell and you walk in you ain't fooling me <laughs> fucking taco bell so you just you just get them in and then here's the thing word will get around there's arcade machines in there these hipsters have words yeah, yeah. they, they get, gets around yeah. they've got a galaga machine in there that eats quarters a bike lock maybe they can huh. you know come up on a fixie mm. Mm. bike bike racks up front whatever so Wait, we have add-ons. You can buy that stuff. So you're making your money off the, just selling the franchisee. You're not making your money off the Galaga receipts. I don't need that. That's not that's not my business. Chump changed chambers. That's your dream. I'm just a facilitator. Yeah. I'm just bringing you the dream. I, I, you know, you don't need to, you know, we'll theme it, you know. The cargo cult, I'm telling you. Yeah. 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 I like it. Our kings have no skills for business Pro bono attorneys and the Perry Express Won't get off the ground or bring home any fees Is there hope for the kings of podcasting?